Listener Production. Whether it's a smoothie at 7am, French toast at 4pm or a bacon and egg roll at midnight, this is the podcast for you. It's delicious. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Felt like I was back in breakfast radio yesterday, Matt. What, you had a toddler that kept waking you up every two hours saying, is it daytime yet? Can we watch Peter Rabbit? Does, is that what happened? That does feel like me uh, having you as my co-host for three years <laughs> at Triple J. But no, the alarm was set for 5.30 because I had to go in to Comedy Republic, let in the tradies who were delivering our new air conditioner with a crane onto the roof of our CBD location. So I was there as the uh, crane coming in. I put on a little uh, high-vis vest and was just going, yep, 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 bring it back, bring it back. No, whoop, 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 whoa there. And, yeah, but um, what flavour milk did you get afterwards, you know? Iced coffee, mate. Iced coffee oh, yeah. and washed it down with a V and a, a little <laughs> little um, menthol as well. <laughs> you know you know me. Breakfast of champions. Um, no, it was was pretty good to have there. And um, Connor, who, who works at Comedy Republic as well, came along, took a couple of photos of the momentous occasion. And um, one of the tradies goes to him, Oh, you got the old uh, barley work boots on there, mate. It's because he was wearing sandals along to the crack, along to it. So I thought that was a pretty pretty good one. The old barley work boot goes with a bachelor's handbag. Well, we have got a massive morning for you, Alex Dyson. Your, uh, your friends were celebrating something recently that you found rather interesting. And we've asked you a couple of questions regarding uh, nuptials. That's it. As well as that, Australia's favourite segment that makes this podcast the only podcast to listen to if you want to stay in. It's What's Hitting with Sarah. Uh, So stick around. Our resident 15-year-old legend, Sarah from Brisbane, will be chatting to us uh, and taking your questions uh, to make sure that none of us, Matt, are out of the loop. Let's dive right in. Crying emoji. It's Matt and Alex. (laughs) This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Yes, we are back with our very good friend, Sarah, 15 years old, from Brisbane, telling us what's what when it comes to being relevant still (laughs) to the youth in this little segment that we like to call... I'm calling it... That's cool. Drippy. What about like... That's pretty cool. What's hitting? A little thing called... What's hitting with Sarah. Yeah, is it a big hit? Is it a miss? We find out in What's Hitting with Sarah. G'day, Sarah. Hi. Thank you very much for joining us today. Now, Sarah, talk to us. COVID, mm. Omicron and, you know, other forms of COVID really sweeping through Brisbane. Are, are you worried? Have your friends been getting it? You know, is it something that you're sort of trying to hide from at the moment? A couple of my friends have gotten it, but I think I'm like in that little teenage stage where I think I'm invincible. So I'm not too worried, <laughs> even oh, though I great. should be worried. But like, um, I'm like being careful and stuff because I like I have a job, so I need to be careful. And I got like a mum at home stuff who I've got to be well, careful for. Well, I was that's the other thing because I've been looking at the people working at Coles and at your Kmart's and all these people for the last two years. Essential workers. Yeah, and you've just had to just wear it. You know, have you been nervous at all this whole time? Um, not really. It's kind of just like what you got to do sometimes, like because some people are going to need to get stuff. Like I quite like getting like the quarantine shifts as well. Like if I if I'm not sick, like it means I can go to work and I can be one of the people that like can help people who generally just need stuff. So it's more just like it's not like being afraid. It's more just like being useful. 
Oh, well, you... Oh, that's so good. Well, you're helping us here today, a couple of old codgers trying to find out what's going on. And before we get to the listener questions here, you're always welcome to send in a question to uh, Matt.N.Alex, but I've got one because I've been seeing on Twitter a little bit a, uh, a couple of comments in regard to reaction gifs and saying it is lame millennial garbage and anyone who uses it is definitely over the age of 33. What is your thoughts on reaction gifs? Well... I don't have a problem with it, but I just don't think it's, like, as commonly used. Like, my older brothers, who are about, I actually don't even know how old he is, probably, like, 27 or something, he uses them a lot, but whenever he uses them, it's actually funny. So mm, gotcha. it, it kind of just depends. Like, sometimes I'll use them to send, like, to my parents. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just to talk in their language, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh and it works. It works like a charm. Well, that's good stuff. Uh, let's start off with a voice memo. You can send those through to matt.n.alex. This one's from Jerry. Hi, Sarah. Jerry here. Just wondering if you wanted to share your thoughts on how it feels being 14 years old and thinking about climate change and the future of the planet. Big one. Oh, this is kind of a scary question, but um, I've been to a few climate change rallies and I myself think that it's really important that it does have to change. But at the same time, I've tried to t- like, I've tried to bring it up a few times in school, but most people just don't want to hear it. Like, I've even had teachers tell me that, like, just to leave it. It's not my problem. When it is my problem, because I'm really like, I'm growing up in this world, and it is going to be my problem in the future. So why not start dealing with it now, then deal with it when it's all gone shit? Sorry, I don't know if I should swear. <laughs> no, that's totally fine, Sarah. Because you're right; it absolutely does affect you. Don't worry, we're not going to exist for much longer, so you can swear <laughs> as much as you like. When the, but that's the icebergs take us. That's a thing because there are stories about, you know, young people and this is a slight difference, I guess, from when we were going to school where it's like your kids, our kids will have to deal with it and those kind of things, but you are the kids which were talked about while we were in school hearing about it. Um, uh, is it difficult to get out of that existential dread kind of things? And do you know anyone who, who does feel that way? Because I have seen studies that, um yeah, it's difficult for kids to find optimism when there are such serious reports coming out and not only the serious reports about what ca- is happening and what could be done, but the uh, lack of action from uh, from our leaders to put those into action and give ourselves the best chance. Um. See, for me, it's not like I'm like dreading my future. It's more about dreading like outcomes of my future. Like if the world hasn't changed whatsoever and we're still going in this direction, do I want to have kids? Like, do I want to bring people into a world where it may not be even a safe environment for them. So it's just like, mm. I would rather change it now so I can have like the best possible outcome of my life and like work to change it now and encourage people to start changing their opinions than just letting it be just to like, just to chill. So it's just like, it's not like on my radar 24 mm. seven, but it's like there, like I want to, I want to know something. I want to like deal with it, but like, it's like not, it's like, it's not like a big problem in my mind all the time. Do you know what you need to do, Sarah? All you, all you need to do is uh, give birth to a genius. Right. All right? And then they solve the problem <laughs> for you. It's actually really, really great. That's what I've done. Right. Um, and I'm, I've got a little while to figure out if uh, if it's paid off. But, you know, so far uh, <laughs> I come from a long line of geniuses. So I've got faith. <laughs> hey, um, what about uh, another text that's coming through from Rach? Rach Hud. Is Comic Sans cool again? Oh, hitting the fonts. Do you know the font Comic Sans? No. <laughs> okay. Well, that well, brings us to the end of that segment. Okay. 
So it's one of those sort of, it's a font which I used on many school projects growing up, Sarah. It's probably, it's, I'd probably be able to recognise it. Yeah. Well, but we, we I can, just don't know the name. We'll show you that, it, but it's a sort of a wacky font which adds a little bit of personality to the writing. It's not your bloody stuffy Times New Roman. It's not even your Arial or your newfangled Calibri, which only came in, you know, relatively recently. But it's when yeah. you want to, you know, make it a pretty fun, you can put Comic Sans oh in there. Oh, my God. Have you got your um, phone there? Do you want to Google it, Comic Sans, quickly? It'll show you what it is. Okay, give me, like, one second. It was the joke font for a very long time. If you wanted your document to be disregarded at lightning <gasps> speed, put it right okay. in Comic Sans. Okay, I've searched it up. It's like, yeah, no, that's normal. That's okay? It's still okay yeah. to use? Yeah, but, like, you just don't see it often because most of the time this generation, what we're typing on is TikTok. Uh, and there's yep. Instagram. Yep. And there's, there's like certain fonts. So you just don't see it very often. It's not so, like the so same So you're thing. saying you look at this at the Fonts Museum. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, there we go. <laughs> I, I should never doubt you, Sarah, but you always manage to make me feel old. <laughs> every I'm sorry. time. So thank you very much. No, we really appreciate you uh, every week hanging out with us, Sarah. So all the best. We'll talk to you soon. And if you do have a question uh, regarding youth and youth culture, and what's cool, or if you are feeling a little bit lost in the world, Sarah can answer it for you. Hit us up, matt.and.alex, and we'll um, we'll get it on the segment. Thank you so much, Sarah. Bye. All day breakfast. Yeah. Going to take a little look at uh, what's been happening in some of our uh, island neighbours recently. Did you hear about the Tongan guy who uh, swam 27 hours? No. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty hectic, hey? being hailed a um, a real-life Aquaman. People are calling him Aquaman. Survives 27 hours at seas after the um, the horrific tsunamis that have been happening. Mm, and the volcanic eruption. Yeah, and uh, CNN saying that he, he the, the man said he went under nine times during the tsunami before he uh, lot, latched onto a log and then made it to safety, 57 years old, then ends up swimming for more than a day across a couple of different islands to finally make it to the uh, the capital. Wow. The main island, yeah. 57. Swam 7.5 kilometres. That's intense. That's an elder statesman doing some great things, like the 61-year-old <laughs> who lifted your bloody shelf in the truck, pushed you out of the way and uh, got the business done. Pretty hectic. Um, also New Zealand, COVID uh, starting to rear its ugly head there. Do you hear poor Jacinda Ardern had to cancel her wedding? Yeah. Jacinda no longer um, having to postpone the nuptials in order to, uh, yeah, allow for the fact that uh, Omicron is starting to get its tentacles into the country. Wish I got a, I'd love an invite to that. That wedding. It would be the wedding of the century. I just feel like it'd be a fun one. I, I just, you know, not even an invite to the wedding. I reckon Jacinda would be world-class dinner party friend. How would you go emceeing that wedding? Have you? <laughs> I was talking to a friend. I got to catch up with a friend last weekend who was... Um, emceeing his brother's wedding was asking me for a few MC tips because we've both emceed a few random diverse things, Matt O'Kine, over the years. How mm. would you go with an MC? Any MC tips for whoever's doing Jacinda's wedding? It depends. Instead of giving gifts and registries, are they, are they doing the money box? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have too many tips for my um, my friend. I just said to sort of keep it brief, keep it snappy is almost the most important thing. Throw a few jokes in, but try not to let it go for too long. Yeah. Um, because I was getting told that a, a friend of mine said that his his cousin was at a wedding where the speeches went, it was in Adelaide, speeches went for 
three hours. Oh. What are they doing? Hour long festival shows? What the hell's going on there? Father of the bride, mother of the bride, father of the groom, mother of the groom, the bride and the groom, all four bridesmaids, no, all four not. groomsmen. What they all at like individual speeches, or they had. They had like all, did one of those sort of group presentations. It was like fourteen speeches, and it went. They t- like they looked there between the main course, so they ate a dessert. After three hours, they went. Dessert will now be served. <laughs> <laughs> Just to a room full of skeletons. <laughs> exactly right. So, um, yeah. Wow. Have you been to any uh, wedding speeches that uh, didn't really cut the cake? Well, one of my friends, um, you know, consulted me about uh, about a wedding speech that they were going to make. Mm. And I said, well, what, what story are you going to tell? He said, oh, there's this really funny story about, you know, the guy uh, when he met this girl out and they hooked up. And I was like, is the girl the bride? <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, this is before that. I was like, what are you thinking? <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever heard. Maybe we need to get our advice going out there, Matt. Maybe we need to have Matt and Alex wedding speech consultants. We should start our own firm, you know, a consulting company. People bring us what they were thinking and we can, you know, punch it up, punch it down, adapt it, shorten it, you know, tighten, cinch, and really help the wedding attendees of the nation hopefully have a uh, a wonderful, wonderful day. Let's do it. What should we call it? Nuptials. Yeptuals. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Jules. Matt and Alex, yep, Jules. Yeah, let's do that. Let's Taking go with yep, Jules. Nup- out of nuptials. Um, yeah, well, let us know. If you've, got, if you've got a speech coming up at a wedding, we would love to help you out. Uh, you can run us by your draft copy and we can help you really adapt it to a, uh, to a speech that will bring a tear of both emotional joy and hopefully some laughter to the, uh, to the day. Not talk about how the groom and her... And a random person hooked up pre-love. <laughs> Fit check. All day breakfast. Well, Matt, we love coming to the rescue when it uh, when it comes to wedding speech issues, and we've had a little bit of correspondence as to how we can help people out. Matt.and.alex, if you would like to get in touch, um, we've also had just a couple of comments rather than questions. Should we start there? Are you reading this first message? Amanda um, at A. O'Malkin says, uh, at my friend's wedding, the groom started comparing his new <laughs> wife to his mum. Whew. Yeah, she's just really, she's just great. Just find, just find her. I don't want to go there. <laughs> okay, well, let's not go there. Let's go to Johnny instead who said, I've emceed three weddings and have at each one opened the reception with the line, welcome, everybody. I'm sure you'll agree it's been an emotional day. I noticed the cake even has tears. <laughs> uh, Johnny says, number one, gesture to cake. Number uh, two, awaits eruption of laughter. <laughs> And number three, <laughs> silence occurs. But I reckon it's one of those jokes. It's a grower. I reckon that's a grower, Johnny. So keep using it. I reckon by wedding number seven, you'll start getting a few laughs. It'll become your trademark. I like that. Um, all right. So 
George has also got in touch with us. George, uh, you're the best man for your mates. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, George, do you even listen to Matt and Alex all day breakfast? Uh, no, it's actually my mate who listens to you guys. Okay, so that's good. So you're coming in here fresh. You've yeah. been referred to us yeah. by a friend uh, because you've got an event coming up. Tell us what your role will be. Uh, yeah, I'm the best man and he's asked me to do a speech with me and also uh, another one of our friends. Right. Oh, you're going to do the, the duo. The double speech, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Matt and I know a little bit about the, um, you know, the the male comedy duo getting up and having a bit of banter. <laughs> um, the problem is our most recent one was an absolute disgrace at the Australian Podcast Awards. <laughs> so we're not in the best form currently, but I reckon if you give us a bit of uh, a few things, we might be able to help you out. Yeah, no worries at all. Yeah, well, it was actually... um. My mate Ryan, uh, who's getting married, he tagged me in the post. I originally didn't think I needed any help, but apparently I do, according to his tag. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you planning on opening with, George? Oh well, we were messing around the other night because it's me and um, Imogen. She, um, we were talking about because Ryan used to be quite uh, chubby as a kid. Right. Um, so we were going to go to like the transition of Ryan from Fat Trolley to his nickname's Trolley Fat Trolley to. Um, accountant trolley, which he is now. Okay, so um, you're starting the speech off with body shaming. Is that what we're going for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't want the speech to be serious and all tears, so I was like, well, what's the one thing that we actually talk about a lot of the time? It's when um, trolley was fat. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Matt, I mean, you're a, you're a professional comedian. Are there any other angles that George might be able to, to start with? I'm liking the idea of the accountancy angle, um, mm. you know. So what, what about him as an accountant always uh, catches your eye? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, um, we were also joking about because in high school, he always basically did all our maths assignments for us. Um, <laughs> we were the ones that copied off him because right. I, I was hopeless at it. Mm. Um, and even now to this day, both Imogen and I still get him to do our tax work right. for free. Um, so <laughs> mm. we're still using him to his day and so it's, all the, our other mates as well, apparently. Interesting. You could always, you right. could always hand him hand him the invoice uh, in front of the crowd for your services as MCs. I'm sure yeah, you mind that. That'd be good. A bit of prop comedy uh, for the speech there, yeah. George. I always think in these situations as well. Um, I come from a great uh, pedigree of puns, and so I mean that's always my go-to accountant. Absolutely ripe for the picking there. You could say to the lovely yep. partner. I know hanging out with him is always very taxing. But you'll uh, there's yeah, I'll take it. Even if you get upset, you'll always return. You know these kind of things. I'm writing it down as we speak. <laughs> we'll be good. All right, we'll send you on your way. But thank you very much, George. Enjoy the wedding, and um, yeah, let us know how it goes afterwards. Awesome, easy. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks very much. We've also got Leisha on the line. Leisha, have you- oh damn! I just thought about you know you could have been like, well, once you jump in that car and drive off into the sunset, there'll be no negative. Gearing, does that um, like negative gearing? Yeah, derobing, negative gearing. Oh, it's a bit of a stretch. Oh, I wasn't thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about the actual car just reversing. Oh, reverse gear. Like no, no, no. Okay. Okay. We're lucky. Okay, okay. We're lucky. Uh, George's right. gone there, but Leisha, you're with us. G'day, Leisha. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. And we are ready to help. Tell us about what's coming up for you. Yeah, so getting married, no idea what to say in my speech. So I thought maybe I'd get you guys to help me out. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Look, there tends to be the sort of need to write down mm. things, but really 
Speak from the heart. What does your heart tell you at the moment, Leisha? <sighs> Close your eyes and just tell yeah. us about who you're marrying, boy or girl? A boy. Mm. Okay, so just tell us everything you like about this guy. Yeah, so he's really tall, mm. really funny. Mm. He loves gardening. Ooh. Well, that's not bad. Is he? Uh, what sort of gardening is he? <laughs> Just, just veggies. Some tomatoes in the cupboard, is he? No, nah, just veggies. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, I want to do a speech, but mm. no idea where to start. All right. Well, I reckon it's always good in a speech where you start in a few funny areas. Well, first of all, thank everyone for coming. Yeah. Um, then yeah. maybe one funny story about Ben. What's a, what's a funny moment you've had with him? Well, I thought it was really funny. His pickup line was, Hallelujah, another Carl Pilkington fan because we met on Tinder. Oh, another Carl Pilkington <laughs> fan. Oh. Well, that's good to start with. Sounds like you yeah. and Alex could be uh, a pair as well. Huh? Well, I am engaged. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, taken, oh, already taken. Yeah, that's okay. all right, Leisha, that's okay. Well, I think that's <laughs> yeah. good, starting at the start of a relationship. Um, yeah. So get a few jokes in there. Uh, gardening's a good area. I mean, puns off the top of my head. You could tell him not to go planting, planting seeds. seeds. You know, you could talk about the way your love sprouts yeah. from yeah. the dirt. Don't go cutting anyone yeah. else's grass. Um, does, that, um, does that sound lame, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's cute. It's endearing. But I yeah. think after you put a couple of little jokes in, it comes to the emotional side. You've got to say that, okay. no, but seriously, yeah. when have you felt most supported by Ben? Oh, every day. In what, what are the little moments? Oh, just everything. It doesn't matter what I do. He's like always there to support me. So mm-hmm. Amazing. Can you think of a yeah. specific moment? People love to, to tack onto those specific moments. Can you tell uh, something like really cute and supportive? You've had a really bad day and he just cheered you up. Well, he actually poured me a bath the other day. Jeez, I want to marry him. <laughs> Although, to be fair, the bath can go the way of the massage as well. It, it can be. Oh, he does them every day. He gives you the massage every day. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, pretty much. I'm always asking him and he just does it. So that's really nice. Wow. <laughs> the old wandering hands or is he actually just wanting no, no, to no, just... make you feel better? Yeah, no, he's just a nice guy. Matt can't wrap his head around <laughs> this situation of a, of a nice person who wants you to feel really nice. Yeah, I know. It's weird, Supported, right? Leisha. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Mention all of those things. Get the specifics in there. People love that. And um, I reckon you'll be A-OK. Yeah, it sounds good. I think I'm. I think I'll be right. It sounds like a, a, a great relationship, Alicia. We're very excited yeah, very for you, and uh, all the best on your on your big day. Thank you. Cool. We'll catch you later, and we'll catch you later as well here on another episode of All Day Breakfast. That is all she wrote for today. It's our job now, Matt, to go into the weekend thinking of much better things we should have uh, helped our wonderful callers with. I just can't get over the. Just the a daily massage? I mean, come on, bro. Don't you have video games to play? Like, isn't there crypto to check? Like, what's, what are you doing? I guess Ben, in all his wisdom, instead of just, you know, working the thumbs to the bone on the Xbox controllers, just does the same little thing just on the uh, the spine of Leisha there. And it, it probably is a lot more rewarding for relationships, for his, you know, happiness. Oh, good on him. Well, look... Uh, Thank you for joining us. We're going to head off to the weekend now and hopefully we'll catch you on Monday morning with another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, feel free to try out that technique of just going the thumbs on the the partner's back. That'll be perfect. Just make sure you wipe the uh, the corn chip dust off before you use that as massage oil. We don't want that. Yeah, and don't do the whole tongue hanging out the side of your mouth like when you're (laughs) playing a game and you're in like a tight corner, uh, you know, you're trying to get around the bad guy. That's it. It's been Matt and Alex. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. 
Listener.